0: Welcome back to Hockey Prospect Radio. Here's Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. This is our last segment on our 2023-24. I get my years all messed up. World Junior Championship preview show. Let's start with Norway because Norway's fun because they got some draft eligible players that all the NHL teams are going to be like really closely watching. You know, sometimes people think like the Norways of the world are the throwaway games, and they're not. Those are the games I go to on purpose. When I go to the World Juniors, they'll be me, like, in a section by myself, and I don't care because – and all the other – like, some of the other media that show up won't even bother to go to these games, and I'm full in because that's what's going to make it fun. So, Jason, let's talk about – let's focus on the draft-eligible players for Norway, and right off the hop, who's the guy that you want to mention?
1: Well, i'm going to defer to brad on on the uh on the the big rig there the uh the big cat the roughneck there that he likes a lot but uh michael brant Nygaard from norway is a polar apparently more polarizing than i first uh, uh knew until about uh well 10 minutes ago and maybe uh, maybe a little bit longer but i'm going to tell you this like uh, in my viewings of this kid um you know he's playing in the auspens uh and Mora, um, he's a right shot, six foot one ninety four. I liked him. Like you know, I think he could be the first Norwegian kid to uh, ever be a first round pick in the NHL. Um, he can bring it with pace. Uh, I think he shoots it well. He's got a good catch and release. He actually shoots the puck in stride. If you see, if you go through his, some of his historical goal scoring, um, you know he shoots it in stride pretty good. So. Um, I like his commitment def- uh, defensively, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he bails on anything in any three zones. Um, he's responsible, uh, he's responsible defensively before going on offense. Would I like to see him score more in Alspenskin? Absolutely. I mean, you know, when you take a look at his statistics, they're not as good as you'd like them to be. But having said that, he's also he's playing against player. pro men, like in he a good against league, men, and he's a plus player. So, I mean, it's, you know, he's, he's taken care of a lot there. Um, I don't know. I think he's a two-way forward with uh, better projection on uh, on the offensive side. But you know what? That's what we play the games for. We'll see. Norway, though, they're going to be relying on him a great deal to, to carry some of this load offensively, for sure.
2: Yeah, to, to Jason's point, very gritty player, built for North American ice. I think that's one thing with him is like, you got a Euro. What type of Euro is he? Is he finesse-oriented? Is he soft? Uh, the answer to that is absolutely not. Nygaard is built for North American hockey. He's very good along the boards. He's physical. He's going to be good on the forecheck. He's fast. He's mechanically gifted. There's a lot to like with Nygaard. Uh, as Jason alluded to, I, I have some issues with Nygaard relative to some other people in the industry. Uh, but I don't think he's the best eligible uh, Norwegian this this draft. Let's talk about the Vikings. Yeah, the vodka. Stian Solberg. <laughs> so Stian Solberg is basically Alex Romanov. If Alex Romanov drank ten Red Bulls in a short period of time, this kid is a me- he's a menace on the ice. He's incredibly difficult to play against. Uh, expect his hit rates to be easily the best amongst any draft, any draft eligible defender uh, at this tournament. Um, but he's he's got more than just a gritty, hard nosed shutdown game. This kid can skate. He's starting to really find his offensive touch uh, up in Norway. Uh, actually, he's, some of the best goals he scored this season just occurred the last couple of weeks here, uh, which was nice. We just released our top thirty-two and had him, and some people were wondering how, why we, why we had him, uh, because of his lack of production. And then he went off for us there, so it was, a, it was a nice touch. But he can do, he can do a lot, and he's going to have to do a lot at this event. Uh, but he's not the, uh, he's not the only one. There's also uh, Lud- Ludwig um, lefton who also plays up in the Norwegian League. I think he's a dark horse. I have him as a C-rated prospect right now. Uh, he's poised, he's calculated, he plays a 200 foot game. He's also not small. He skates relatively well, not as good as Stein Solberg or, or Bransig Nygaard, but well enough, I think, to hold here. Uh, and there's poise and, and there's some, there's something there at the line. He's not just uh, we, we talked about Paul Mayer. He's much more of a stationary vanilla shooter. This kid isn't. This kid uses off looks, he uses lateral cutbacks, sidesteps, he uses exaggerated postural fakes. He brings in different uh, a different element to him offensively, and uh, he's going to need to. They, they're going to need to draw something from the back end. You look at Niels Backe Olsen. He's not a draft, but he's a, a solid pro who's done very well internationally for Norway over the years. He's here. He's going to matter. Uh, you look at Peter Vesterheim, who's a player I talked about with Jason last season uh, uh, on the show. Um, you know, I thought he was a seventh round pick for myself last year. I, I you know, I still think he could be that this season. He's, his name is Joel Kivarantis. He's he's that wonderful depth uh, uh, forward who can chip in, but is also exceptional defensively. Plays with structure. He's going to really matter here. He's had a good year on Elfsneskin. So the Norwegians, for all intents and purposes, they are not, as Shane said. There, this is not a Latvia situation where you're looking at relegation. I think this is a team that legitimately. Uh, can, can upset another team, like a bigger team. This this is a dark horse here for Norway. This is the best Norwegian class ever. So I hope everybody gets an opportunity to check them out. It's, it's awesome seeing smaller nations develop. We just talked about it with Slovakia, how Slovakia has risen over the last couple of years here. Well, Norway, this is Norway's coming out party.
0: I'm curious to see, because obviously Norway's got to play the next team we're going to talk about in Switzerland. They beat Switzerland. Switzerland goes to the relegation. Because I think that it, it's too tough. When you have Czechia, Slovakia, the States, could they upset? Well, they're not going to upset the Americans, but could they upset one of the other two? Maybe, right? They're going to have to have great goaltending. Well, we'll see. But I think it's just, it's fun to watch these developing nations get better and better every year. Jason, let's talk about Switzerland. They have one drafted player in the entire group. And in the past, they've actually come out and performed really well. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious about this Swiss group and what they're going to be able to bring to the table. And can they like, just keep their head above water long enough to not get caved in?
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. Isn't it? Uh, I do respect the Swiss team though. Like yeah, they, they work uh, hard. Yeah. They, they work. And uh, you know, it, it's fascinating to watch like them play, and and we're talking about the Norwegians now, which puts more pressure on the Swiss, doesn't it? If uh, yeah. if, if Norway is gonna, you know, like like Brad says, the Rice and their best team that they ever had, they're thin though, guys. Uh, you know, the, they're small.
2: The,
1: yeah, the Dionysio kid, uh, the Anaheim draft. Um, you know, he was a, a late pick by by Anaheim. Um, you know, he's 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 a veteran for this group. He's actually a veteran on on on, you know, the Swiss international stage. The the thing that hurts them is that uh and I don't wanna dwell on it too much, but not having somebody like Lee and Bichelle on their roster is a huge uh you know, obviously it's a it's a problem for them. So I don't know. I don't know where their offense is gonna come from. That's that's my problem with this group here. Uh, you know, Dionisio, he plays more like a two-way game. Um He's not afraid to throw the weight around. None of the Swiss, believe it or not, even some of the smaller guys, the water bugs, they, they get involved. They get, you know, they don't have a, an issue that way. I was looking through my notes, and they do have a, a the Nick Neely kid, he's got some stature to him. He's like a six foot three, I don't know, 205-pound defender who, you know, he's not he's not gonna bring any offense, but he might be a shutdown guy on the back end and uh, you know, compliment, you know, somebody. Like, like a Dionysio who might have to carry a little bit more of the offensive mail on the back end. So, um, not sure uh, about the entirety of the group. Uh, the goaltending is obviously going to be under stress. Um, you know, uh, I believe that Cristobal, ball, if I'm not mistaken, I'd have to double check here, but isn't it Crystal yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it his son playing this year for the Swiss? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, and he he's been playing in the uh, uh, Western Hockey League, right, for Regina. So uh, that's going to be a heavy lift for him. We'll we'll see how it all comes together. But uh, the Swiss are in tough guys. I the way, especially the way Brad is flying the Norwegian flag, I, I'm I'm worried about Team Swiss. Uh, they might be looking at relegation the way that this is going. Right, well, and that's going to be <laughs> really interesting
0: from that standpoint. Of now, the Swiss always come to work hard, you know, and they always kind of find a way. You're you're watching the game. And then they're playing a top team and it's the middle of the second period and they're only down by a goal. you're kind of like, okay, when is the floodgate going to open here? And they tend to do that. It'll get into the early third. You're like, when's the floodgate going to open? And eventually it generally does, but they tend to like put the scare of like, like any form of deity against the opposition team because they work hard and they're structured and, you know, they play well as a unit. So I give them... Like the Latvians in that respect, I give them. I have to respect the Swiss. They just, I'm waiting for. They just, they get good players, but they're so sporadic. They haven't quite hit it out of the park yet. So, uh, I'm curious to see what they do at the World Juniors, gentlemen. A great preview of the World Junior Championships. I'm really looking. We're both, all three of us, are looking forward to the tournament. And so, this has been another edition of Hockey Prospect Radio. Enjoy the tournament, everyone. It's a great tournament, best tournament of the year. And we will see you at the rink. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential. But all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash hpr to learn more.